it's a weird episode because we're going to be talking certain weird topics within the industry. Check, my check, one, two, three, four, let's go! What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolfpack Podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly topics that happens here on a weekly basis in the entertainment industry, where we cover the behind the scenes, give give a big in-depth analysis to it, the reasonings why it happens, the experience of it, and of course, the ugly truths to it, you know? I'm your host, Wolfson, and without further ado, let's get down with the shiznan. So, anything new from, from my hands? Anything new? Okay, I'll tell you guys. Um, Yes, I recently... Nope, that's the, that's the W. Hold on, there you go. There you go. I recently got married. That's right, guys. I tied the knot with my beautiful wife. This is Wolfson. So, yes, guys, I'm going to wait right now for you guys to give me a huge a round of applause. Yes. I'll wait right now. Yo! Thank you, thank you. I know. It, yes, I got it. Now let let the reggae bo- uh, beat horns sound. Um, yes, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for everybody who tuned in to the Zoom. You know, where was invited to and who wasn't. That's fine, guys. You can still comment down below. Um, yes, guys. Uh, I've tied the knot. I'm I'm in love. She's my beautiful wife and. I can't wait to spend my the rest of my life with her. So, hope you guys find that special someone just like I find my special someone. I know it's out there. You just have to work for it and look for it. You know, nothing happens like on the drop of on your knees. Nothing's gonna bring over and throw stuff on you and be like, ah, there it is. Now, speaking about throwing stuff, <laughs> nice segue, but Wilson nailed it. Um. Yeah, so there's a couple of things that I mentioned in the intro. It's like it's kind of a weird topic and weird. Well, it's not in the sense that it's like, oh, this is weird, but it's, no, it's just like it's just like a series of events that happened last week and this week, and it's just like kind of like, huh? So I think we're mostly gonna talk about a lot of the stuff that's happening in the movie and TV field industry. I don't think there has been quite a few things that I know that I um. That I know I saved on them under my Twitter bookmarks. Oh, I'm telling you, Twitter Twitter bookmarks are the shit, man. It always tells me, you know, what I got saved and whatnot. Um, yeah, there's I think there's like quite a few things, you know, that I want to talk about. Definitely quite a few. And, and it looks like it's definitely a lot more. This is gonna be one of those episodes that's gonna be more of the film and music industry. Um, I mean film and TV industry. But before I actually do, before I actually do cover that, I definitely want to talk about the Cardi B incident. So for those of you who don't know, I'm going to give you a brief summary. All right. So Cardi B has a residence in Las Vegas and she was performing and where she was performing on the stage. It was broad daylight. And obviously it was outside. It was an outside venue. Um. Why are we talking about this? Obviously, music industry, music stuff related is going to be heavily mentioned here in the in the podcast whenever there is some that we can talk about. So obviously, I'm going to talk about Cardi B, just like everybody else was talking about it, because it has been a, a big thing. So the 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 thing is, is like Cardi was was performing 
And allegedly, well, I can't say allegedly because I saw the video. We'll we'll show it right here. So the what we're what really went down is that she was performing, and this person or this lady, she threw a cup of water or drink or whatever to Cardi B to her face or her body. I'm gonna show you the video, and Cardi reacted in the most New York way to, to do it. She threw the microphone to the fan. Yeah, um, that was like <laughs> such a New Yorker thing. And I'm not saying like that, that every New Yorker is like that. But, you know, anybody who throws you shit to your face, obviously the first thing you want to do is punch it in the fucking face. And obviously you want to throw it. Not that I, I react, not that I will do it. But if, if I were in that situation, I would probably would dive in. And it's not the New Yorker me because I'm not from New York. I'm from Puerto Rico. It's the Puerto Rican in me. Because she's, uh, she's like half Dominican have Puerto Rican in some capacity. I don't know. She always hangs around with, with New Yorkers. I don't know. But I know it's something, you know, she she just literally throw a microphone. And in my head, it's like, holy fuck. Um, we're going to analyze this and we're going to talk about a little bit about it. And, and some of the stuff that I found out, which is like recent updates afterwards. And I was like, oh, this took a turn. All right. So here it is from TMZ. Cardi B suspect for battery after Mike Toss in Vegas. Now, guys, remember what I said earlier. Somebody threw water out at Cardi B and Cardi B reacted with just throwing the mic. In my books, somebody somebody throws something to me, I'm going to fight back. And obviously, I'm not the one in fault. It's that person in fault. So I blame... That, that was my mentality the whole time with the Cardi B fin is like that's the that's a person's fault for throwing sh- throwing shit at, at Cardi B. Should Cardi B throw the microphone to her and and hit her? Mm, no, I would have not risked it because you can because of this situation. You're sus- you're now being charged with battery and and the the person ha- can now potentially sue you now. But here's where the plot thickens. Before we get to the to the article. Here's the plot where really freaking. According to the two witnesses and the and the victim, Cardi B was saying, It's hot in here. Please throw some water at me. So uh, when I heard that, it's like, wait, what? I, witnesses and report and with the victim, everybody was saying, like, wait, it's not like the victim purposely instigated the fight and throw Cardi B just because she wanted to. It's because Cardi B has asked people that it's hot here to throw water. Whether it was a hearsay or it was like, no, it's hypothetical, throw me some water. Or it's like, no, for real, throw me some water. She asked for it. Now, in that instance, I blame Cardi B on that one. She belongs to the street. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, guys. Hear me out. I still stand behind that if somebody throws shit on my face and I wasn't prepared for it, I'm going to throw hands. Um, yeah, I'm. It's, things are going to go south. I still be hot. What, and I'll accept any responsibility, you know, whether it's like something or shit like that. But if I already asked for somebody to throw shit at me, and, then I have to take some of the blame to myself. Because I kind of asked for it. So now we're in that situation where everybody was in favor of Cardi B. Even I was. It's like, ah, oh, Cardi B, you defended yourself. You know, that's what that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. You know, put her in her place and what blah, 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 blah. Until I heard about this. And that's where I'm like, oh, I 
think I'm in Cardi B's side. I mean, I'm no longer at Cardi B's side. I completely understand why. Because she asked for it. And now the girl, the victim, has every right to sue her for her money. So here's the, here's the exclusive from TMC, which is not exclusive, really. I'm going to read about the, the, the update, but all right. So Cardi B might not get away scot-free with that microphone tossing that. She's now listed as a suspect in a battery. The, the woman who struck by Cardi B's mic when she hurled into the crowd at Dre's nightclub on Saturday went to Las Vegas Mitri PD the next day to report the incident. Mm. She told police she'd been struck by an item, the microphone flowing from the stage. Of course, the whole incident was captured on cameras during Cardi B's show. As we reported, a woman in the crowd threw some kind of liquid at Cardi B while she was um, performing. And the rapper snapped, immediately throwing the mic, asking for it, making a splash. Okay. The mic stuck, uh, the mic struck the drink thrower, but ricocheted and also hit another woman standing next to her, as I seen in the footage. Oh, well, I, I, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know there was another one. Hold on. Prior to the altercation, Cardi and her DJ had implored the crowd to splash water on her to cool her off on, on, in the triple-digit weather. But obviously, she didn't take kindly to whatever the woman threw later on the show. You see what I mean? We reached out to Cardi Camp, but no word has come back. You guys see what I mean? So let me, let's see and take a look at these videos. Here's been something on my mind that I've been dying to share with you. Yeah, this is something that can be used by... Wow, she, she went off. Okay, there's another angle. Okay, there it is. Bam! I love it. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I'm gonna. Oh my god, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be hateful on this one. Um, I love it when uh, when artists lip sync. <laughs> it just shows them how phony they are, man. You serious? Hey, I've DJ with with artists that lip sync. You know, like that's they, they didn't they didn't have the beat, so they just have to put the original song so they can sing along with it. That's fine by me. I really don't care. But don't make it so obvious that it's that you're lip singing. You know, that's that people are paying. People are paying to see you perform, not to hear the song at its fullest, because if not, I would have just hear that before I even pay you money. My take, my take. But what the fuck do I know? Um, so that, yeah, she seems very upset that the security guards are like, oh. Okay. Now let's take a look at the other. This is done. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Tell me some water again, bitch, because I'm gonna lie And give me some water. Oh. Splash her down. Here's the water. Splash her Bruh. <sighs> Cardi B. Congratulations. You played yourself. Seriously. Like, seriously. Yo! You asked for it. Emotional damage. Oh, fuck down. There's, there you go. Put that shit in my pussy, bitch. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna 
Uh, let me let me tell you guys this thing. Um, as an audio engineer and as a live sound engineer, I will be extremely pissed and mad as fuck at the artist and its camp for throwing water to the stage. Why? Because that's exactly how some of these speakers can get easily fucked up. And you think the artists are going to give a shit about it? No. The artists are not going to even bother to pay off for, for the equipment. So as a, as a live sound, I would be very pissed off about it if Cardi B or any artist, it doesn't matter, decides like, throw me some water and it hits all the, all the uh, audio equipment, the speakers, the microphones, the, the lights, the LED panels, even the DJ equipment. I would be so pissed if that happens. And I will, I, if I was the stage manager, I would literally tell them to get that fucking artist off the stage. Because that's thousands and thousands of dollars that people don't realize how much it is and how much time it put that can fuck up the cables, that can fuck up the equipment. And yeah, I'll be pissed as fuck if they do some stupid shit like that. So that's my perspective of it. It's like, I'll be pissed if somebody be throwing water to the stage and then you see all my equipment all getting wet and whatnot. But anyways... Because going back again to Cardi B, she literally asked for it. And you literally see people throwing water. And she was like, eh. And she even showed her booty just like, eh, there you go. I get water. I got water. So was the woman who throw the, throw the water at Cardi B that got that Cardi B throw the, uh, the microphone out? Was she in the wrong in all this? Let's take a look. Again, when I see these videos and when I see what they're talking about, at first I was at Cardi. Ooh, hold on. Okay, let me just run this up a little bit and make it much more because my mind is all over the place right now. My mind is literally all over the place because I see this shit. Um, mm. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Um, whew. okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Context matters. Especially now in this day of age, context matters. Because the video that got popularized that was like spread like wildfire, the video clip, was that Cardi B throw a, a microphone to, to a fan. That was the video that got, you know, like, holy crap. And everybody and their mothers was shitting on that person for throwing water at Cardi B. Everybody in the mothers was defending Cardi B. Everybody. We didn't know the full story. We all, the story that we know was that Cardi B threw a microphone to the fan. And, was, and that was getting, you know, charged for battery because but it was all allegedly self-defense in all this. That's, the, that's like the headlines to all this. Cardi B threw a microphone because somebody splashed at her. Right? Right? That's what we'll clip. 
until we finally get the full story and see other clips and saw, see other videos and see and hear about other witnesses and testimonies and saying like, wait, no, hold on. Cardi B is in the wrong because she asked to throw water at her. She asked for it. And it wasn't like one instance in which she asked. No, she asked multiple times and she was loving it and she was getting into it. She was throwing, and people were throwing water left and right. And she was like, hey, hey, hey. That's where I have to stop defending Cardi B. And I have to, I had to go like, Cardi B, you were in the wrong in all this. Like, now you're going to, now you're going to get charged as, as rightfully should. And that's where in the part I see, like, you know what? The fan didn't do anything wrong on that, at that point. Because now I know, now we gathering enough information. She asked for it. Everybody was throwing it. She was loving it. The friend throw it when she was saying, oh, no, that's where, that's where you're wrong. Hit the button. Congratulations. You played yourself. Cardi B, you were in the wrong in all this. Now you're going to get sued and you're going to you're going to face some charges all because you asked for it. Literally. Uh, the last thing I want to show you guys from the Cardi B and we can move on, which is very hilarious, is that um, the alleged microphone that Cardi B threw at the audience member being sold for charity. Money. Oh my God, you got to love this shit. Um, according to the eBay listing, beats from the microphone alleged to have been from by the singer have already reached over 30 fucking thousand dollars. Holy crap, bro. 100% proceeds from the sales of the will will be split between two charities, the Friendship Circle Las Vegas and the Wounded Warriors Project. I mean, good thing taking a bad situation to a better situation, I guess. Um, Fisher said, okay, the guy was, his name is Scott Fisher. Fisher said that he wanted to try to do something good for the listing, other than being encouraged to sell the microphone that he alleges is the same one that was thrown by Cardi B now for his incident. I own the mic that Cardi B was nice enough to tomahawk at somebody that splashed some liquor at her face a few days ago. Some After some encouragement from Pia, I decided to auction it. Our 100% profit goes to split evenly to among two charities. Mobile charities. 30 fuck. Fucking thousand, which is wild. It's it's great. You know what? I'm happy that from this bad outcome of an incident, something good came out of it. Which is a, it, they sell the microphone. A <laughs> hundred dollar microphone was sold for thirty fucking thousand dollars. <laughs> but hey, the, allegedly from the guy says he's splitting it to the charities. Good for him. All right, if it's true. Um, my thoughts in all this. Uh, Cardi B, you were wrong in all this. You, yeah, you deserve to get sued and you deserve to get um um charged by the Las Vegas P uh, Police Department. One hundred percent, you were in the wrong in all this. You definitely were in the wrong. I mean, next time, don't ask people to do that stupid shit. And if I was a stage manager or I was an A A one A board operator, I would tell the stage manager or anybody's like, yo, get the artist off the stage. If they're gonna be throwing water over it. Oh. No, get it off. I don't care how how popular she is. Um, yeah, she was in the wrong. I hope that victim gets uh some some compensation out of this because it ain't fair. She asked for it. She asked for it, and she was receiving it from other people. This one time she got off it. It's like nah, bro. Like you can't be acting as sporadically or radically like that. Like no, you you deserve that. Um, uh, moving on to the last topic of music. Um, Lizzo. Lizzo is in the is in the ooh the crossfires. According to recent, Lizzo 
has is being sued by one of the former dancers because of sexual harassment. Yeah. I don't know much about it, to be honest. Right now, Lizzo is like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's doing this to me. So former Lizard dancers were way shamed and pressured while at strip club. Lawsuit said three former dancers. Oh, wait, it's not one. It's free. OK, never mind. Um, three former dancers have filed a suit against Lizzo, accusing the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Yeesh. Three of Lizzo's former dancers have, been, have accused the singer. Um, they also allege that she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an Amsterdam club and subjected to the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. Wow. The dancers accused Lizzo, a, por uh, a, a performer known for embracing body positivity and celebrating her physique. Uh, I, have, I have very mixed feelings about that. Of calling attention to one of the dancers' weight gain and later berating and firing that the dancer should after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. That's kind of messed up. The Sufa huh? accused the cat, the, the captain of Lissa's dance team of pro proselytizing to other. I don't know what the fuck is that word. I'm swear to God, there's a lot more English words that I don't know what the fuck is going on to other performers and they're derating those who had been premature sets while sharing level sharing lewd sexual fantasies simulating oral sets and publicly discussing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs what Nani? what oh this shit is even bigger than I thought the suit does not say if Lisa knew about the August or linked to the dance captain Charlene Quigley but the plaintiffs believe the singer was aware of the complaints about her according to the lawyer yikes this your production company that's the Vince. I could such a host. It's basically hostile environment. All right. This is calling them attention to dancers. Wait. Wow. Okay. Oh, I mean, we get the gist of it. And then the other one, which is like 30 minutes ago at, at the time of the recording, this was uploaded. Lizzo is hurt by the suit filed by former dancers. No shit. This is all publicity stunt. So that way, well, not publicity, that hurt. She's like, oh my God, I'm appalled and hurt that I gave them a chance and this is how they behave. Of course. Of course, like that's like on every victim of a lawsuit. When somebody's get sued, you you as the victim's like, I never such thing until the truth really comes out. Although this is just allegedly purposes. So guys, don't take take this with a grain of salt. But Lizzo addresses the lawsuit against the three former dancers for the first time. These last few days have been gut-wrenching, difficult, and overwhelming disappointment. That's not her words. That's the publicist, her publicist's words. My worth ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. Usually, I chose not to respond to false allegations, but these, these, are, these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. Uh, take turns touching the blah, blah, blah. These... Sensational stories are coming from former employees who have been already publicly admitted that they were told they, their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Oh boy, I wouldn't say that. As an artist, I have always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and performance seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans with passion, 
comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. Not here to be looked as the victim too late. But I also know that I'm not the villain that people in the media have been portraying me to be in the last few days. There's nothing there is nothing I take more seriously than respect we deserve as women in this world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and will absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their way. I am hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everybody for reaching out. Um, what are my thoughts in all this? What are my thoughts? Uh, this is so far we we don't know much about it other than it's all been allegedly based. Like the three former dancers like, on their side, they're saying like they they feel you know sh- you know feel harassed. Weight shamed, um, sexual harassed, and they were told to do stuff that they didn't want to do. So, you know, and these are free people. So if it's one person, so it's like kind of hard that be a, I'll be like, mm, that's probably a, a unspiteful person. But when it's three different people, free is a crowd, free is a company. And it's kind of hard not to take not to not to take them seriously. And Lizzo's response to all this is just like, you know, I'm hurt like these unprofessionals. We got to do this. I've never done such a thing in that. But maybe they're not suing you. They're suing at your at your dance captain. And I guess on one of the one of the lawsuits, it says that you were aware in some capacity. We don't know about anything, so we cannot discuss much about it until the facts are being presented. Otherwise, you know, this is all allegedly uh, allegedly. But what I think about this is like, ooh, this is a very messy situation. Uh, I don't, I really don't like Lizzo's music, that, despite my bias. I don't like her music. And I don't like the message that she portrays about, you know, being, being positively yourself. You know, it's 100% be fat on all this. You know, there's nothing wrong. You look beautiful. Go plus size models. I have to disagree with that notion because of health matter issues you know it's never okay to be fat or obese you know you can never feel proud of it you feel disgusted for it you know because guys like your body is not supposed to be stretched out and be as as fat as you are and i apologize anybody if, if i'm trying to fat shape you i am not anybody who's listening and they feel like they're fat or they're obese or something above average I, trust me i'm not trying to shame you guys I want what's best for you. I want you guys to be better at it. And in, and being fat or plus size is because it's not because of, of food or not. It's already a disorder. It's a disease that it, it just, there's no way how to cure other than, you know, lipo and stuff. So like, I get it. And I'm sorry. I apologize. But encouraging people to, it, to tell it it's okay to be fat, that's a very bad moral health stand. I'm not against it. I I will encourage people to be better than themselves so they can feel better, you know, instead of being, you know, completely big and whatnot. Again, I'm not trying to fat chain anybody. If you do, you guys want to love being fat, that's fine. But I highly suggest that you will start, you know, at least taking a few exercises to lose a little bit of weight because complications can happen because of your size. It It, it is. And I speak for this from experience because of all my uncles who were fat and they died for, for heart attacks and shit like that. So it's just like, mm, I can't stress that out, you know? 
So we'll give you guys updates for this Lizzo update. It wasn't that big of a deal other than, you know, it's just <sighs> allegedly stuff. We will know more when, when the court settles, you know. But anyway, let's move on to the next topics. I think we're going to go to quickly to movie and TV shows. Um, okay, this is something that went on my Twitter that I have to discuss, which like kind of tells me something um, that they're not aware. But let's let's take a look at this. This is let's see right here. All right, guys. So if let's. If I'm take- gonna stand there 18 hours in a dress of an iconic Disney princess, I deserve to be paid for every hour streamed online. Money. All right. So that statement alone. That statement alone. If I'm gonna stand there 18 hours in a dress of an iconic Disney princess, I deserve to be paid for every hour that's streamed online. That's that a new actress on Snow White. Um, they tweeted out, that's not, uh, there's not a single thing wrong with what she said. She's 100% right. Nani? I completely disagree with that. And the reason why I'll disagree with that, it's because as an actress, as an actor, as an actress, you there's a contract in front of you that you will that you sign in and say this is how much you're gonna earn. You get we're gonna pay you this much for doing this movie, and then and then you'll get paid this much on residual checks and whatnot after the movie and whatnot. You already made a contract with the company, so why are you asking for more? You're not you're not being paid uh, hourly. You're being paid on a salary base, like a. Uh, like a, a flat fee. This is your flat fee. So for her to complain because she's trying to ten, she's trying to cater to the she's trying to cater the the strike and everything. I get it. That very admirable on your part, but you get paid millions of dollars out of it. It it does not sound right at all. That like so on top of the millions of dollars that you already get paid for doing the movie and getting the residual checks out of it. Oh, we should also pay you every hour that the movie gets streamed? <laughs> Make it made sense, bro. Like, mm. I like some of the comments because I agree. Um, this is a tricky one, but it's not like she created Snow White. It, uh, yeah, I agree. So she can't be talking much about it because she didn't create them. Wait, she just said, like, I'm okay to do this movie. So once you say okay to it, then, you know, this is how much we're paying. That's that. You can't be at demanding and asking for more after you already signed a contract. That doesn't make sense. Uh, she's literally talking about residual pay and and the the Twitter and wokeness, the garbage account that they are, took it to, took it to her like it's something else. Uh, yeah, I, get, I guess it's, this is like an, an wokeness. I'm not going to... I, I, yeah, I can't exactly. No, they didn't. They know exactly what they were doing here and what their real project is. I, I, I don't know. Um, but there was another one. Ah, uh, this is the, this is the one. She should be paid. Uh, she should be paid all, she should be residuals. All major contributors to the film should be paid residuals. However, her use of I is very insensitive as she is still getting paid millions outright to start in the iconic role. Let me say. Maybe this like poor choice of words, I guess, on her behalf. But she's not wrong for her to for her to say that. But she's the wrong person to say that message. One hundred percent. BFX artists, for example, work countless hours over multiple years and not 
not only don't they receive anything extra, but also, and they are also disrespected in the industry as a whole. She should be pushing for fair compensation for the entire film industry and not just looking out for herself. Is yep, I 100% agree on that. The actors staring in leading roles for massive blockbusters are literally the most compensated out of everyone in the industry, except executives, directors, etc. 100%. So, this comes across as very selfish and insensitive to the average actor, writer, and film industry worker. That is why it is frustrating hearing her say this 100%. I agree to that. That's why I was like kind of against. That, that whole tweet that she was saying because it's like, wait, hold on. You 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 want to get paid an hour per stream? You already get enough millions of dollars. I think that the people who gets paid at, at, who deserves it more is like what this guy said. Average actors, the writers, the the filmmakers, um, the the audio people, the VFX artists. Those are the people who get who should get those residuals. Because she's still getting a residual check regardless. Also, depending on the contracts, depending on what how what you negotiate in the contracts. But you you get paid up from millions, and you're still gonna get residuals. Some of these people never get it paid up from. They get paid like weekly or biweekly, like any average our average worker. You know, it's not salary. It's usually hourly. So her saying that is like kind of left field from her, and she's the wrong person to send the message. And she, yeah, she's she's completely wrong in all this. I'm sorry. What's her name again? What's her name? Rachel Zegler. Rachel Zegler, you are completely wrong of what you're saying because you're not speaking for others. You're speaking for yourself. And because of that, you deserve this. Congratulations. You played yourself. Um, the last the last comment that I really like, that's the one I saw. Um, is she saying that she wants an amount for every time it's streamed? Not really fully understanding the statement because from my knowledge, these actors get paid large lumps of sums for movies that are made for stream platforms to make up for a lack of residuals. Could have not said it any better. And considering the amount of hours content is watched on our service versus the total subscription buys, I can't imagine it being more than pennies out a month. I agree. <sighs> Again, like this whole strike thing is nothing but bad news bears and all this, you know? My thoughts are my thoughts in this is that, that statement from Rachel Segler, the actress. You're completely wrong and you're talking out of your ass. And the fuck are you doing about asking for more money when you already get paid millions for the role? Not gonna be surprised if she gets recasted because of her dumb takes or dumb choice of words. Of you know, I'm just saying this is how the industry works. It's still shady. Uh, moving on, Gal Gadot says that they're developing a new Wonder Woman movie in James Gunn's DCU. This is something that I didn't understand, but at the same time, I I understand people's frustration to this, and at the same time, I understand James Gunn's um point of view. So basically, they're not gonna recast Wonder Woman. That's the bottom gist of it. They're not gonna recast her. She's gonna be Gal Gadot will remain as Wonder Woman, and this new. Wonder Woman uh, reboot or fur movie, but it's a reboot of the franchise, which is a little bit too early to make a like soft reboot. But hey, what the fuck do I know? Um, so they make it a reboot, and people are going up and roar because of it. And I don't understand why. I I mean, I don't say why would. Mm, okay, maybe I'm portraits of white. I do understand. I said it. 
I understand why people are going to uh, Portrait Always because Affleck and Henry Cavill are no longer be part of this franchise, this history, or this thing. And that's the whole point of Flashpoint. Flashpoint is supposed to like change characters, give that the the excuses like, well, now this is a new universe, you know. You know, Ben Affleck as Batman is no longer Ben Affleck. It's someone else. It's George Clooney, apparently. And and Henry Cavill, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a different Superman. But Ben Affleck already asked before that he didn't want to be Batman anymore. So that was like, that's why he's no longer going to be Batman. It's because he didn't, he didn't want to be Batman again. And then when he realized that, ah, oh, shit, I actually do want to be Batman. It's like actors, man. Change their minds. And then Henry Cavill... He definitely, he definitely exited himself out of being Superman. And then he, he came back again for a small role on, uh, um, on Black Adam. And he was like excited to be back again. But at the same time, he again, another actor that he didn't want to be part of it. You guys can look this out. This is public knowledge. So now both of them being butthurt that they're not part of it. It's like, mm, guys, you kind of asked this before. Don't expect for you to come back if you wanted the roles, you know? And the whole point of the Flash movie is because of Flashpoint. It basically like restarts the whole franchise, restarts the whole universe. Maybe it wasn't a good, the wasn't as good as people wanted it to, but they did it, and this was the perfect way. So now they can continue on with the with the rest of it. Um, people are wondering, ah, oh, why this, this, and that. It's like, guys, remember they wanted it out. So I get your frustrations. You mean Gal Gadot does? It's gonna remain as Wonder Woman, but every but this these two are not. I get it. James Gunn, he knows what he's doing because the way Patty Jenkins, the director, she wanted to defer Wonder Woman. Thank God she's no longer part of it and she's not going to be part of any of it because the way she did the first movie was fantastic. The way she did the second movie, horrible, horrible performance. Oh my God. It was the shittiest movie ever made from, from the DCU. It's like, and that says a lot. So I'm happy that she's no longer part of it and James Gunn is going to take part of it. That's pretty good. Um, what else? Disney repolling scan of all the Wonder Vision background actors' faces and bodies to create digital replicas. The actors didn't give permission and were not paid or know when the replicas are gonna be used. Ah, oh, guys, what did we talk about last week about paying for the likeness? I mentioned this last week's episode, and now Disney's gonna be doing that. Oh my god. Bob Iger, I don't know what the fuck are you doing with your Disney franchise, bro. You are out of your goddamn mind. And so is Kevin Feige with, with allowing this to happen. Uh, I, guys, we talked about this last week. I mean, come on. It's happening now. It's going to happen. That Now it's going to be all about the likeness. Once I see you on a movie and you sign the contract for your likeness, oh, I can use that. And you're out of the job, basically. Which is funny because... Two actors who were who are now worldwide known famous used to be background actors. You guys want to know who they are? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, two best friends. They were both doing background. There were background actors. They started out on on few with the with Kevin Smith's movies, and now look where they are right now. One of the two biggest uh, movie stars in the world. They were background. And imagine. Imagine that the next band, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck would never surface because of this. Because of this whole likeness thing. It's happening, guys. It sucks, but it's happening. It's happening. Um, what else? Ooh, this is something that I want to talk about. This is something I want to talk about. 
Steve Stephen Amell wishes his comments about the strike uh, about the strike stay private. He said them during the panel on the convention. Now, for those of you who don't know who Stephen Amell is, Stephen Amell is the Green Arrow from the Arrow universe in the CW's Arrow um, Arrow the Arrow. Basically, it's a worldwide known t- TV show, so famous. It was so good for at least the first five seasons, maybe six. It ended like at season eight or nine. But the first three was definitely by far the best ones. By far the best ones. After that, it kind of like died out a little bit. The Prometheus um, season was actually a really refresh. It was actually pretty good. Um, I couldn't believe it. And none of the people could believe it either. That he said these these words. Like he basically said that he's strongly against the strike and that what they're doing is bad. It's bad negotiation. Nani? He said that out loud on Comic Con. Which is wild to me for him to say that because, bro, your whole career as the Green Arrow was thanks to people who write, who's into comics. You gotta, you gotta thank the writers for them giving you the career that you have right now. And I, I know you have a show called The Heel. So you definitely have writers behind that. And you're saying that it's the bad, it's a bad idea. Like what I, he completes it against it. Bro, hit the button. Congratulations. You played yourself. Because now you say that everybody in their minds are going to be solely against you. And nobody's going to ever take you serious. And nobody wants to work with you. It's wow. It's wild that he say that. And you know what's funny? People, uh, actors who worked with Stephen Amell and the Arrow, like Arrow characters, like the guy who played... um. The reverse flash, Eon Bomb Thorn, and which is uh, Matt Riley, I believe. Oh, Matt, Matt something. And the guy who plays um Prometheus, Adrian, Adrian something. Those two had to speak out against his against what he says. It's like, I like fuck you. I, I'm I'm like, I completely disagree with what you're saying. This is dumb and blah, blah, blah. Bro, I think he damaged his career with just that statement alone. That was kind of wild for him to say that. Yikes. Um what else? What else? Oh yeah, this is something that I that I cannot believe, and I I feel like I'm totally against this. With the new t- in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: M- Mutant Mayhem hitting the theaters tomorrow, or hit right now at the time we record, it's already hitting theaters. Uh, let's take a look at how the the new franchise has fared over the years with credits. Here's the Rotten Tomato scores for every Ninja Turtle and theatrical. So. I saw old movies and um I get I was in that era of the original Ninja Turtles. So according to Ron Tomatoes, the first movie of the Ninja Turtles had a 40 uh, 42 what? Really? The 1990 movie 42%. The second which is the Secret of the Ooze had a 35%. It was like crazy. I like both the first two movies. I mean, I feel like they're the best. But the third one, 19, obviously, the third one sucked. I, I won't lie. The, the, re, the, re, the animated version, 36%. All right. I feel like Secret of the Ooze is better. But, but this, the, reanim, uh, the animation one is actually pretty good. Michael Bay's version, obviously, 21%. And the sequel, uh, 
got was much more better than the than the first one, and I have to agree with that. But according to Rotten Tomatoes, and I hate Rotten Tomatoes sometimes when they say these two shit. According to Rotten Tomatoes, the last movie, the one that's coming out, the Seth Rogen version, the animated, scored ninety seven percent. If I see this movie, and is the it is the greatest movie ever, then I agree. But if I see this movie and I feel like it's average at best, Rotten Tomatoes, you fucking suck. Because that's a high expectations. You're saying that this movie is far better than the first original two? Not let alone better than any of the Michael Bay's or the even the animated versions? Like, by 50% is better? That's a ball statement. And we'll see. We will see. Because it's a, that's a hard pill, pill to swallow because I don't know if, it, if it's true or not. Other news. Uh, Warner, Bros., Warner Bros. Japan calls out Barbie's movie inconsiderate because of the Barbie Heimer tweets. We consider it it's extremely regrettable. We take this situation very seriously. We are asking for the U.S. headquarters to take appropriate action. Why? Because it's going to be a summer to remember. Yo! Oh, they tweeted that. Oh, Ooh. Warner Brothers, you get this. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, that's I, I get what they were trying to go with, because it's like a summer to remember as for movie wise, like having Barbie and Oppenheimer, one of the greatest, you know, movies to open, you know, and whatnot. But to uh, they really they didn't think this through, knowing of the events of what happened with Oppenheimer. Why not? Oh my God, you, ah, you guys are really dumber than duck shit, man. Honestly. Uh, moving on. After Disney CEO Bagar calls the strike very disturbing and asked the unions to be realistic, She-Hulk Tatiana Masley said on the picket line, "It's outrageous the amount of wealth that that is not shared with the people who actually make the show." I agree with her. I definitely agree with her. I said she didn't say anything wrong. I see a lot of people are like, yeah, but you suck at the, at the She-Hulk. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This and that. It's like, wait, what does one's performance have to do with what she's saying? Like, she didn't say anything wrong. She She's right. Oh, that's easy to say because you get paid millions. Of it's like, regardless, she wasn't wrong with what she said. Compared with what uh, Rachel Segler said earlier, it's like, I deserve to get paid every hour. That's two different things. What what the actress from She-Hulk said is one thing. What that Rachel Segler from Snow White said is another thing. What Rachel Segler said is like, I completely disagree with, with her notion. And she should not be the, the spokesperson for saying that stuff. However, Tatiana's other hand, she didn't, definitely didn't say anything wrong. She, she was just being honest. And like I said, last episode in this one, we talked about Bob Iger's statement about those writers and how full of shit he really is. Um, we gotta say rest in peace to actor August Cloud, who's known as his role at Fesco, like Fes on um, Euphoria, and he's died out, out of twenty five. According, allegedly, I haven't read much of it. Allegedly, it was uh suicide. Apparently, his father passed away like a week ago, and apparently, it was too much for him to bear of his father's passing that he just took his own life. This is all allegedly based. We don't know the true story of it, but. Rest in peace to a guy, man. Die so young. Um, yeah, again, again with the he's completely out of touch with the with 
Tatiana's Masley calls out the CEO, which is like, mm, bitch, you should be careful when you say this because mm, you can lose your job. I'm saying that. Uh, he's completely out of touch with the workers who make his show happen, who who make people watch these shows, who bring in viewers to him and and him money. It's outrageous the amount of wealth that is not shared with the people who actually make the show. I Like I said, she didn't say anything wrong. I agree with her, her statement. Uh, so I don't know why people are like like taking like like oh what the fudge what she said. Um, last thing we're gonna talk about is this because I still cannot believe this. I think it's too early. But according to IGN, Nintendo's reportedly planned to release the next gen console during the second half of two twenty twenty four. And the biggest question: Will it support backwards compatibility? Because if it does, then I'll just, you know, sell my Switch for it. But if it's not, then what the fuck, bro? Um, yeah, that's like the thing that's happening. Next year, we're getting a new Nintendo something. And I feel like it's a little bit too early for it, but I, I don't know. Nintendo's in its own lane. It's kind of weird, though. Then they will release its next gen during the second half of 2024. Uh, the second half. Give Nintendo enough time to ensure plenty of stock to launch, of course. Apparently, this new next-gen can be used in a portable mode like the Switch, and it has LCD screen as opposed to OLED screen in order to keep costs down. It also comes with a cartridge slot with physical game, blah, blah, blah. However, the crucial question is of backwards completely when Nintendo Switch games remains unclear. I agree. If it if it is, then by all means, I'll get it. But if it's not, then fuck that. I'll wait. Unless, unless that they say like the new Pokemon game is gonna be on the new on, only only on the new Switch game on the new Switch console, then all right, then that's where I'll get it. I only move forward with Pokemon. I don't move from anything else. Zelda, whatever. I like Tears of the Kingdom. Don't get me wrong. Tears of the Kingdom is a fucking phenomenal game. But if if that's the game that they're launching, it's like on the new selling, it's like yeah, I'll wait. Pokemon for sure, for sure, one hundred percent. Um, guys, we're going to wrap this up, guys. Um, I didn't meant to make a, a long episode, but I mean, it ended up great, I guess, in a way. Um, yeah, I guess, like I said, it's a weird, weird series of events just happened in the span of a week or so, you know? So guys, thank you guys for tuning in and, and don't you forget to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at youtube.com slash the lone wolf podcast when you can check all your latest episodes of the lone wolf podcast and wolf by podcast coming soon i'm gonna give you guys more information regarding to the lone wolf podcast probably we're gonna do a second season that's right guys so let's see just stay tuned with those new uh, information if you guys want to listen to the audio platforms of the podcast just check out on soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast for Wolves and Music and um, the Lone Wolf Podcast, where you check all my latest episodes. Um, come down, comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover, you want me to talk about, please let me know in the comments down below. And I'm going to do my best to cover it on the next episode. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys at the next one, all right? Peace.